Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. On Facebook, we've been asking overnight about the TV licence fee and whether it should be replaced with something different, a public service media charge. And uh, people have been getting in touch with us about that. Uh, Brian says, my only TV is connected to an Xbox. I get no live TV signals. How's it fair? I still have to pay the licence. Christine says, I buy my TV. I pay for Netflix and Sky. In the name of God, why would I pay a licence on top of that? Get rid of it. Marie says there should never be a TV licence after all the lies that they said about COVID-19. What's said about this stupid delay rubbish that the rotten government is putting out when people that they've been lied to for a year and a half don't be surprised that not one person in Ireland would want to pay anything for a TV licence. They will want their money back for the last year and a half. I know that I do and so will everyone else if the people are looking at what I'm looking at. And then Leslie says, local authorities can't sort out the city that is dying so don't know if I trust them with my €160. We don't get value for money as it is. So uh, lots of opinions there on Facebook. If you want to share your view, you can WhatsApp or text us on 86 123 or give us a call on 46 Now, the pandemic did see many of us turn to our local media outlets for news, but many of these outlets have been contending with a loss of revenue and an uncertain future with local businesses closed. They haven't been advertising in the normal way. As a result, calls have been made to replace this licence fee with a public service media charge. And Senator Maria Byrne is joining us this morning to talk more about this. Uh, Senator Byrne, uh, you're one of the people that is proposing this. You think it's a good idea. Can you explain to me how it would work? Well, I suppose, Gillian, if you go back um, prior even to COVID, uh, where local news media stations like yourselves, uh, like the local newspapers, reached out and spoke about the future of local media, I suppose, and local media services, both, you know, digital all the different forms, and how it's providing the service. But yet, uh, revenue was falling. And, you know, if we use the, the pandemic then, um, we'll say how people have listened to local radio, listened to the local radio station, listened or, you know, looked to the local newspapers for their information, more so than the national media. A lot of people have been using the local platforms. And so I think it's really important because local media is very much part of the community. And when we looked at it, um, I, I know that, um, that Joe actually wrote to me back in 2020 about the future of local media, as did other radio stations. And I brought it to the attention of then Minister for Communications, Richard Bruton, and the teacher at the time as well, Leo Radiker. And um, they set up the Media Commission to look at the future of local media. So... Fine Gael have engaged with over 100 local media, um, both newspapers and radio stations, over a while, and then made their submission. And that's where this proposal came from, because it was through engagement with radio stations up and down the country in Ulster, Leinster, Munster and Connacht. Um, that, you know, and, and I suppose looked at where the issues were, because if we take the TV licence currently, only 75% of people actually pay it. Um, an awful lot of people don't pay it, but yet we're paying for online media platforms like Facebook and Twitter and, you know, Instagram. Sorry? 
who who's paying for Facebook and Twitter and Instagram? I don't know well, anybody who pays well, for them. Well, you you were, I suppose you are to the advertising that's happening there, Gillian. You know, people are paying for things like Netflix and they're yeah, you, you know, pay for Netflix, but Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are free. Uh, no, but uh, we'll say people actually run ads on them, and yeah, you but know, that, that's I mean, advertisers paying. Yeah, advertisers are paying for them, but the thing is that. Um, if you look at, we'll say, Netflix, and there's many people actually watch, mightn't have a television, but they might watch the different programs through different platforms, like you've got Apple TV that you can watch through your iPhone or through your iPad or whatever. So many people are paying for a platform, but not necessarily for a television, whereas if there was an actual... Yeah, um, but the, the, what tax, those people would say to you is, that's what, what a lot of people are, are, would say to you then is, look... I only watch Netflix. I never watch RTE. I only watch, you know, whatever, Prime or one of those streaming services or, or, or Sky. I'm not interested in RTE. I don't watch Fair City. I don't like anything the Irish television stations produce. So why should I have to pay the licence fee? Well, you can only, you know, I mean, you'd only pay. It would be a fairer method in that we'll say we would have everybody contributing in some shape or form to an actual fee because it's about I suppose it goes back to the point of you know local media and local um, I suppose radio stations don't receive enough of funding whereas the national broadcaster does so it would create a fairer balance to support the 600 journalists that are um, you know involved in organ- in stations like yourself yeah, in the local um, newspapers. You know, and I wouldn't argue with that in the sense that what some people don't realise is that a local radio station isn't allowed just choose everything that it, it wants to broadcast. We ha- are bound by the, the guidelines of the Broadcasting yeah. Association of Ireland, so we have to provide a certain amount of news. Yeah. Uh, we also have to, they don't tell us what to say, but we have to provide uh, a certain amount of news and current affairs. We also have to provide a certain amount of Irish content in terms of our music policy uh, and things like that. And yet, we're not getting the slice of um, the the fee that is going to the national broadcaster, but we still have a public service remit. Mm. This will create a fairer balance, Gillian, you know, um, that will say if you were to have this, that a certain amount will go to the national broadcaster, but that, you know, there should be a substantial amount of money available to go to local media stations okay. as well. And what they looked at was they actually engaged... Um, they looked at the Australian models. They looked at um, Europe are looking at bringing in a digital levy anyhow for all of us. So if you were to take that as a basis and to look at it, and that's really where this proposal came from. Okay. But it's about I just want to bring in some listeners and get their yeah. views on this. Um, uh, we have uh, Liam is on the line this morning. Good morning to you, Liam. How morning, are you? Not too bad. Um, just having listened to some of the things there, and it is very, it's, it's typical Irish. It's very, very vague. Because you you pointed out that if you want to see something, you pay for it, right? Now, unfortunately, it is a money-driven world in lots of ways. So if you want to go see a movie, then you pay to see it. If you want Netflix, if you want Prime, if you want whatever, you pay for it. But to hear we said that people are paying for Facebook, oh, well, actually, that's through advertisers. But your RTE has advertising as well. Like, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a public service, private service that half suits whatever that's there. And the funny thing was, the stuff that we used to actually get that was worthwhile, like the GAA matches, like the whatever, they were all transferred to Sky. Yeah. So basically, 
you end up paying still for RTE. Now, I've no time for the people who would actually say, oh, um, or we get nothing for our licence. We used to, in fairness to them, to a, for a lot of extent, right? But then when we lost, we say, the GA matches, when we lost the rights to Six Nations and all sorts of stuff, it was then that it turned around and went, oh, we've got to pay Sky. And people then copped on to the fact, well, hang on, what am I paying the other one for? So having all of these matches that are available abroad and they're over there, like at one stage, um, Ryan Tuberty was on the Late Late Show saying, oh, it's brilliant now because somebody can watch us online in wherever, Tipperary, or Timbuktu was there, right? But they weren't paying license to see it, but we have to. So I think that's that, that's the bit that people get around need to get around. It's all very well having a, a countrywide fund that supports things, as long as people don't can end up charged on the double or char hit twice or something they don't use gets. So we either all pay for some stuff, or we don't. Jim is also on the line. Jim, what do you think? Well, first of all, the the the, the thing with the sports is down to the sporting bodies, not to RTE. I think RT made a fair, and I'm not defending RT by the way. RT made a fair attempt to uh, get all those matches, and they got some of them. But the sporting bodies in the GA, and I'm a massive, massive GA follower. Uh, John Kiley and his young charges are just the best thing ever that's happened to Limerick, in my opinion. But it was a GAA decision centrally that took those games to sky. So that's not an RTE problem. The difficulty I have with the, the license is the vast majority of it seems to go to RTE. And there's no accountability. They get millions every year and they spend it as they see fit. And they come back at the end of the year and say, we're running at a loss. Despite the fact that we've got the licence fee and advertising, we're still running at a loss. The other side of it is that RTE do have, as, as yourselves do, have a public service review. So when you apply for your licence, you have to provide certain con- uh, um, content. RTE do provide things that maybe would not have a, a commercial uh, interest. Uh, and I'm thinking of programmes like John Creedon's Atlas of Ireland, um, Colin Stafford-Johnson's things on, on, on nature. I mean, they're fantastic, and they really portray our country in a fantastic light. So I think the licence fee is necessary, but it absolutely needs reform. And one of the things that that needs to be reformed in is, is accountability. And I think that's one of the most important things. Uh, Senator Byrne, I imagine RTE are not very excited about these plans at all because they're already arguing that they don't get enough, that they can't manage on the, the licence fee. Um, if a slice of it is going to go to local radio stations, local media, uh, they'll be losing out. Well, Gillian, if you were to look at the Australian model, right, they've got the news media and digital platforms. They've got the national media and local media in a partnership. The same way in the UK, you know. So our RTE have benefited for quite a few years. But the thing is, we cannot let them benefit and let local media fall away either. Because I think the pandemic, as I've said already, has shown us that people have turned to the local radio stations, they've turned to the local newspapers for their information, and we've we've got to find a way of supporting them. By bringing in this, um, I suppose, uh, you know, as I said, 75% of the people only pay the the licence. If you have it fair and equitable that everybody pays something, there's greater money there 
to actually give out to support the likes of the radio stations, the local newspaper, to continue that partnership. And but, you know, but how so, are you going to ensure that everybody pays something? Well, you could do something like maybe add it to somebody's property tax or, or that, they could, ah, that they could sign up yeah. the... You know, there are different ways that it can be done, Gillian. I, I, I can see marches on O'Connell Street already. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, it, but Gillian, if I can say there, right, once upon a time you got your bin charges, you got various things for your property tax and whatever, then all of that was privatised. So it's another example of people's services going down, 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 and then if somebody says, oh, well, we could add it to it maybe possibly provided for the amounts you're paying anyway so you're getting something for it. And one small thing, because I don't want to get angry this early in the morning, but to hear politicians talking about here's what's done in Australia and here's what's done somewhere else, right? If we were to bring in Australian models, Australian models mean that your car tax, you get your basic third party in return and you're not paying for other people then who aren't uninsured and you're not paying a levy. You get something in return for your car tax. Now, it's only third party, You've got to handle the rest of it, but you're getting something for what you give. Mm-hmm. And to have this kind of, oh, we'll add it to this, give the services that are there first, let people have a choice, then maybe come back and say, but don't go waste the money on, on rubbish that, and then come back and say we need more. Maria, it's a fair point that people have been getting the local radio station for free um, for a very long time. So trying to tell them that, oh, this new fee that you're paying is to pay for something that you're already getting, you know, I don't know whether it will fly with people that they will accept that. I mean, it, you know... Well, it's it's I suppose it's about... It's about supporting local jobs, really, I suppose, as far as this is coming from Gillian. But I do agree with Liam that possibly we look at the starting point of what people are already paying and see how it can, can be incorporated into it, you know. But then are you looking at rising costs in relation to that? You know, I mean, going back to, um, we'll say, the fact that I mentioned the Australian model, we look to different models across the world to see what is happening, these partnerships that are happening. In the UK, you've got a partnership between local and national media. Whereas here in Ireland, you know, there's been a minister for the, I suppose, radio for so long, but there hasn't been a minister for the print media, right? So so it's it's about, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, they're both providing good services and, and for free, as has been pointed out. Um, and going back to, I think it was Lee made the point about RT sending out to... Um, Sky and whatever else in mind. That was very disappointing because, I mean, I'd be a big sports fan myself and, you know, some people can afford to pay the the Sky and others can't. So, it's you know, it's to try and create that balance. But possibly by having a combined local and national media strategy, uh, you know, we can work towards creating that balance, looking at other models and, and the concept of how they operate. Jim? Julian, the, the sporting bodies it was, sold out. Not RTE. RTE would take all those uh, games back in the morning with a, with, in a heartbeat. So we need to have the conversation. There needs to be about the sporting bodies, not RTE. The, the, the problem is that, that I see it, as I say, is the accountability. There's a huge amount of money going somewhere and nobody seems to know. Local mm-hmm. media does need to, be, need to be looked after because we all listen to local media. Uh, in some way, shape, or form, even if you heard that, God forbid, there was an accident down the road, where are you going to switch RTE or 95FM? You're going to switch the 95FM to the news to hear 
if there's anything on it. So local media uh, is used, and it's also um, reliable because you have standards. You can print any old rubbish on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, and by the time your argument is defunct and taken down, so many people will have read it, whereas you couldn't in the morning come out with some cock-and-bull story about fake COVID-19 stories and get away with it because you have standards to, 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 to stick to. So, Tim, you know, the, yeah. I, I think that's a fantastic point to leave this topic on. I <laughs> 100% agree with you on that one. Thank you so much for joining us. I think it's a conversation that's going to continue for uh, quite some time. Love to know what the listeners think. Get in touch with us. Uh, WhatsApp or text us on 086-123-9595. Thanks, Liam. Thanks, Jim. And our thanks Thank also you. to Senator Maria Byrne. Thanks. Call Limerick today now on 461995.